And I'm Crystal. We are two homeschooling moms who hope to uplift, encourage, and inspire you all while keeping it real. Hi guys, this is Mary and Crystal. Thank you so much for joining today. And today we want to talk to you about some of the traps that many of us homeschooling moms fall into and how to avoid them. As homeschooled moms, we wear many, many different hats. And Crystal and I actually like to joke that we are teachers, principals, and wardens all at once. (laughs) And some days that can actually be definitely true. But we are so much more than that, too. We often have so many other responsibilities in addition to homeschooling our children from working outside the home, from running our household, which we all know includes numerous responsibilities meal planning and cooking, to financing and budgeting, to taxing our children around, plus many other things. (laughs) So as women, we often feel a lot of pressure. And now this pressure can be because society believes we need to be a certain way or feel a certain way or pressure from our friends and family. But I believe a lot of the pressure we feel we actually put upon ourselves. I know I am definitely guilty of that. So we often want to make ourselves better from our physical appearance. Maybe we want to lose the extra pounds we gained over the holidays. I know I do. (laughs) To maybe emotionally, maybe we want to improve our relationship with our children or our spouse. Or even spiritually, maybe we are not spending enough time with our scriptures. Whatever the case may be, we need to love ourselves more and be more forgiving of ourselves To do this, it doesn't mean losing those pesky 10 pounds, but instead losing some really bad habits that are always working against us as women. And one of the big ones that we can struggle with, and I know I definitely do, is mom's guilt. So, (laughs) yeah. So, Crystal, would you like to talk a little bit about mom's guilt? Sure. So, I think we all struggle with having mom's guilt. Some of it could be having a bad or stressful day feeling bad for being annoyed with your kids from time to time. Mom's guilt about staying at home and not being out in the workforce or the opposite, being in the workforce, you know, and not home with your kids, the amount of screen time that your children use, what they're eating, you know, worried about, are they getting proper nutrition? Are they eating too much junk food? Are your kids doing enough? Are they doing too much? Whether it be academics sports, playgroups, whatever it may be. There's so many reasons in our minds that we have this mom guilt. And so, (laughs) right. So what are some things that we can do to relieve that mom guilt? You know, the things that we can do when we're having those hard days or those times where we're just really struggling. One thing we can do is communicate, share our feelings, what's going on with our spouse, or with a family member, or with a really close friend. I know for me, Mary, here's a lot of my (laughs) mom guilt that I have. (laughs) So I think it's so important to communicate those times we are really struggling and just having those hard days and just say how we're feeling because talking to somebody who loves and cares about us and knows what our true value is can mean a world of difference. Another thing, ask for help. We can't do everything for everyone. It just doesn't work. That <laughs> we is can't so do true. it all. <laughs> so we true. Are, <laughs> it's so true, right? We, we can't do everything. 
So ask for help. I know for me, I am guilty of this. Sometimes I feel like I can put my cape on, my superwoman cape, (laughs) (laughs) and I can do everything for my whole family. And I've realized over the years, it's just not feasible and it's not needed. We don't have to do everything for everyone. And we need to be able to ask our spouses to step in when we need their help or even help from a friend. Whatever it may be, we need to be able to ask for help and not feel guilty about that because it's okay, right? We all need help sometimes. Definitely. And what you're saying, I mean, that's mom's guilt and trying to alleviate mom's guilt is part of self-care. And I think it's really important for us. Absolutely. It's really important that we take care of ourselves. We can't give from an empty cup. We always hear that, right? (laughs) Yes, that's true too. Another thing is don't be so hard on yourself. Mary knows sometimes I'm a little hard on myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. We've all been guilty of that at one point or another. And so this is something I'm still working on, guys. This is something we can all always work on and always improve on. But yes, don't be so hard on yourself. If you're having a really hard day, I know for me, this last week was a really hard week for me. Kids were having hard days has been really cold in January. You guys heard my January story. So you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it was not the most smooth transition into the new year. So it was just a really hard week. When we're having those hard days or weeks, don't be so hard on yourself. Give the kids the extra screen time. You know, if it's February, most places are cold and dark and snowy or rainy, and it's just not a nice time to be outside. So if you need that extra time, don't feel guilty. Let the kids have a, right. an extra hour That's right. or whatever. Will- <laughs> That's right. They're going to be totally okay. Also, I know for me, <laughs> keep some frozen pizzas in your freezer, ladies. <laughs> yes. Put that in for dinner and leave the laundry. Like, seriously. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like all I do is laundry. So, you know, (laughs) don't be hard on yourself. Like those things will get done and this, you know, it'll come to pass. So just remember, you're not alone. We all struggle. I was telling Mary this like literally last week. Sometimes everything just flows so easy and life seems to just be so smooth. And then there's times where it's not so smooth (laughs) and it's really rough and bumpy We all have times like that in our lives. And so just remember, you know, you're not alone. We all struggle. Another thing um, to remember is to make time for yourself. It's okay to have some you time. Just remember to take some time for yourself. Yes, you're exactly right. And that's great advice. Another big trap that we often fall into while we're homeschooling and just life in general is comparing ourselves to others, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Theodore Roosevelt once wisely stated that comparison is a thief of joy. And how true that is. Comparing ourselves to others definitely can rob us of our joy. It's so funny. We're living in a time when social media is so prevalent in our day and so many things we do require us to go online. And it's so easy to find ourselves sucked into the rabbit hole and thinking, wow, you know, when you're on social media or looking at the post, you find yourself scrolling. You think, how come my family doesn't look as happy as that family or as put together as so-and-so or wow, her kids are in advanced classes and and look like they love to homeschool. Why are my kids fighting and why are they bickering and fighting me on math, you know? (laughs) So we find ourselves looking at social media or looking at this person and saying, wow, they've lost 50 pounds in two days, you know, 
We're always <laughs> sorry. <laughs> We're always comparing ourselves to others, and it's one of the fastest ways to discourage ourselves. And that's something that I find myself doing. So one way I have found that helps me to overcome these urges to compare myself to others is by having a daily gratitude reflection. So each morning when I wake up, before I even open my eyes, I and even before my prayers, I list the things that I'm grateful for. And if you're wanting to do this, you can start small. Just challenge yourself to list 10 things daily. And when I started to do this, I noticed a distinct change in my life, in my day, in my attitude, my patience and appreciation for those around me. I think it's important to count your blessings and not the blessings of someone else. And to remember that God has a specific plan for you and you won't be able to accomplish that plan by comparing yourself to others. Now, I am far from perfect and some mornings I have a lot going on and I forget. I wake up and I'm so distracted by what I have coming that day that I forget to do my gratitude. And when I have those days, um, I notice a difference that my day isn't as smooth. It's not as focused, but When I do remember to do my gratitude reflection, I have an overall better outlook and my attitude for the day is better and I just feel happier. Yes, Mary, I love that. I know a few months ago, we both were challenging each other to wake up and say 10 things we're grateful for. And I know when I was doing that, it kind of put me in the right mindset at the beginning of my day. And it just put me in the in the right mood to be able to just have that gratitude in my heart and for the blessings that I have. And not so focused on just getting up and hitting the floor running. It just helps us to be able to reflect on things that are really important and bring us closer to who we're supposed to be. Another issue we find ourselves facing as homeschool moms is the trap of people-pleasing. Crystal, do you want to talk about why we fall into this trap? Yes. So there's many reasons that we fall into that people-pleaser mode. It could be childhood events that had happened in our lives that turned us into these people pleasers. Also, our parents might have been people pleasers and they were the example that we had growing up. Lack of self-love, trying to get praise of others. Also, just trying to avoid conflict because I know for me sometimes I rather somebody else just be happy to avoid a conflict. Oh, yeah. Then think about my own needs at the time. And I rather just be that people pleaser just to avoid the conflict. Yeah. Right? Sometimes it's easier just to be like, okay, I'm going to just do this, even though I don't really want to. And it will make this other person happy. And I don't have to have this conflict. So I totally understand that. Yes. And so we have to remember that living for the approval of others is not a worthy goal. Oh, right? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, when we're trying to please other people, we are not able to be our authentic selves. And it's so important in the world that we live in that we know who we are and that we are true to ourselves and we're not trying to people please to make others around us happy or satisfied. I love that. Do you have any suggestions that work for you? For me, I know personally that I... And this is a work in progress, right? Because we're all work in progress. (laughs) We're all work in progress. But I know for me, more recently, I'm trying to grow my personal relationship with God. And I know that for me, my goal is to do the things that he would want me to do and to make him satisfied with the work that I'm doing here while I'm on my earthly journey. Yeah, no, that's that's very good. (laughs) 
I think focusing on knowing who you are and not fall into the trap of trying to be a people pleaser just to satisfy other people's needs at the time. No, I think that's great. And I think it's really important, like you said, just to know who you are and what is important to you. Sometimes journaling and figuring out what it is that you want to put first can help. So you know, okay, I have to do this. This is what my priority is. My family's my priority. Some of these other things or other people will have to wait because this is the most important thing to me right now. And I think just like you're saying, you know, you need to figure out what it is that's important to you and, you know, who you are as a person. And that'll help you from becoming a people pleaser or at least from falling into that trap. Right. Well, and I think we need to remember, too, is that it takes work and it takes time. And we have to be attentive about it because especially if we've been a people pleaser our whole life, it's going to take thoughtfulness and time to get out of that habit. Also, when we give into standards of others, we lose our own peace of mind. No, I love that. That is so true. And those are such wise words. I love that. Another pit we often find ourselves falling into is striving for perfection. Now, (laughs) you may ask yourself, what is so wrong with perfection? The answer would be that being perfect is impossible. No one is perfect. I love that. (laughs) Not realistic. (laughs) Yes, not realistic. No one is perfect. We're all flawed and imperfect beings. And when we consistently strive for perfection, we will forever be coming up short. And This causes a whole host of issues from, you know, anxiety to depression. It can also hurt our relationship with those around us, especially if we're expecting perfection from our children. These are impossible standards to live up to. And if you're always expecting perfection and to succeed, life is going to always disappoint you. Psychology Today actually wrote that unrealistic expectations form the core of perfectionism. Isn't that so true? unrealistic expectations, right? When you're overly focused on getting everything right, you find that you berate yourself when you don't. And you lose out on the wisdom that comes from the failures that you make. Mistakes, surprisingly, they can actually be really good for us. If we never make mistakes, we are never going to learn. And I can tell you for sure that that is true. (laughs) I've made plenty of mistakes. So I know that I'm always learning from my mistakes. That's um, right. Yeah. So I think that's a trap that a lot of people fall into. You have these these desires to have a perfect homeschool day or things are going to go so well. And you set your standards so high that they're unrealistic. And then you just end up disappointed. I think one of the ways that we can help with our desires to strive for perfection, especially when we're homeschooling, is to first, we need to accept that we are not perfect and neither is anyone around us. And when we can actually forgive ourselves and those around us for not being perfect, we can actually remove some of the pressure that we put on ourselves. And we can also learn from our mistakes and some of the important lessons that they're offering us. Again, I think learning to forgive and pursuing a more grateful heart with the gratitude reflections will really help us to avoid the traps that often befall us while we're homeschooling or just as women. After all, life isn't a contest or a race for perfection. It's a journey, and our goal should be to enjoy the journey, enjoy the day-to-day activities, and the small moments we have with those we love. I love that, Mary. I think that's so important. Every day is such a gift, and if you are stressed out, then you miss out on the journey, which is the most important, being able to learn and grow and become better versions of ourselves. Absolutely. Yep. The important part is to find joy in the journey of life. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast and will remember to be kinder and more forgiving to yourself, to love yourself and know that you are special. 
Our Father in Heaven knows you and your journey and has a special plan just for you. And remember, you mamas are amazing and you can do this. If you like what you're hearing, please do us a favor and like and subscribe to our podcast. Have a great week. Thank you.